brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and I'm here with... Tyler Hymanson. And... And... And? Wait, Tyler, where, where's Elis? I don't think Elis is here this week. Wait, what? She's not here? This is her podcast. She got, she's got to be here. I know. <sighs> I just got a text from Elis. <laughs> she's having surgery to get right. a new voice. New voice. And uh, apparently she's going to premiere it next week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Isn't that cool? I mean, I wish I if I got a new voice, I think I'd pitch it down a little bit. Maybe sound a little cooler. Maybe but... a little manlier. Like, yeah. Like, like hey. Like our special guest that we have today. Yes. <laughs> Filling in for uh, Eliz, we have a very special guest today. Our guest host, Garrett McElver. Was that right? Yeah, that's right. Hello. <laughs> um, I like to imagine that Eliz is going to come back next week sounding like Gerald and hi- Hey Arnold. Yeah. She's like, ah, oh, my voice isn't as good. And all of a sudden it's like, on Moonlight Day. Just amazing. Like, that would be awesome. Uh, for those of you who don't know Garrett, uh, he is a music supervisor at Super Music Vision, working on the shows The Tick and Seal Team mm-hmm. at this moment. Isn't that right? That is correct. I do both of those shows. Uh, I know that Eliz is upset about missing this uh, episode because she is uh, obsessed with Griffin Newman. Oh, yeah? From The Tick. He's yeah. so mm-hmm. funny. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, she's like, uh, got any hookups? No, I'm kidding. Uh, I do not, but uh, I'll see if I can put in a good word. All right. I'll, I'll let her know you said that. Uh, my resources <laughs> are it? Twitter, so she also has the same deeds. <laughs> Well, Garrett, uh, we're excited to have you here, man. Uh, Very excited to be here. It's super, super awesome. Yeah, excited to talk about Tremors. Tremors 2. Aftershocks. Yes. Tremors brings everyone together. Uh, Garrett, have you seen any of the Tremors films? I have. Uh, I don't remember how many, uh, because I feel like in my memory, they're all the same movie. I don't remember how many there are. Oh, we're about to find but out. Now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I try not to keep looking ahead. Yeah. There's more than two, and I was yeah. very surprised. By <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw them all, or at least uh, the first three or four when I was a teenager, or as they were coming out in the, the 90s and uh, in the early 2000s. I feel like this franchise is a franchise I never was into, but at every stage of my life, one of my very close friends was very into it. <laughs> And so I feel like it's just been this part of me that I was like, oh, yeah, my friend Tremors. Like, I don't know him that well, but he, like, he really is friends with Scott. So, like, we like to have him around. Like, he's cool. But... You just call him Tremors. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and, like, I swear, like, uh, as a kid and, like, until, like, the last year, like, one of my closest friends was a dude. So, like, so whenever he was on sci-fi, I'd be like, what movie is this? Oh, Tremors 12 or whatever. Like, cool. Like, of course it is. <laughs> the space one. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Tremors 12. Oh, the space one. Is this yeah. one with Jason in space? Or is that not? Oh, shoot. Never mind. Where Graboids no, gets his no, Z. No. Uh, but yeah, I have seen him, but I did rewatch one and then two, obviously, for today. Just get make nice. sure I knew which was which mm-hmm. and to uh, remind myself by the intricate plot details that is Tremors. This guy did his homework. homework. And now it's time for you guys to do a little bit of homework by watching that trailer for Tremors 2 Aftershocks. They lay dormant for years, waiting for the chance to appear once again. Now, they're back, and they'll find you no matter where you try to hide. And only 
a team of dedicated professionals can stop them. We need someone, an expert, to eliminate these creatures. To go graboid hunting. This time, they're prepared. Preparing to fire. Wow. I'm still feeling the aftershocks of that trailer. It's like shaking the table. Can you guys feel it? Can you feel it? Rumble, 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 rumble. Rumble, rumble, rumble. The the warning sign of an earthquake, the sound of rumble, 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 rumble. So before we go too far here, I just wanted to, uh, you know, ask Garrett a couple questions about what he does. Because we got a cool guy. We got a cool guy here in the office today, the Mm Sequel Rights Mm -hmm. office. He does music supervision, and he has some experience with franchises, which is why we brought him on in the first place. Absolutely. Uh, you work at the company, Super Music Vision, that uh, did Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. This is correct. Uh, my very first uh, experience in the world of supervision, which I, it does not get lost on me, was uh, getting to work on the final season of Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. And by, uh, by work on it, I mean I sat there and, and giddied <laughs> with excitement and wow. internalized all of my thoughts while I sat there and went, cool, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, he's breaking bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. He's really yeah. doing it. <laughs> um, I remember my first day vividly as I, I, I came in and, and uh, you know, most seasons they're filming and editing and you're kind of working on multiple episodes at yeah. once. And so my first day, uh, I believe it was uh, episode 14 of season five, and I won't give away the 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 points uh mm-hmm. it, it, you know for spoilers and everything sure. but uh, a prominent death happens and i remember not knowing that this happened before seeing the scene in which it happened and i sat there going oh cool yeah <laughs> i guess that happens this season <laughs> and inside of me it was no why <laughs> <laughs> I just screamed. Uh, but it was very, very cool. Uh, Breaking Bad's one of my favorite shows. Great yeah. show on TV. And then getting to see full sequel, prequel, reboot cool mode. Yeah, it's of, kind of a mix of everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, Of Better Call Saul. And I've been on that for its entirety. Uh, music coordinator on that show is the title. And we get to... Uh, you know, we work with the whole producer team and we, in the writers, and we help find those songs that they're licensing, anything on camera, all those fun black and white sequences at the Cinnabon, all those songs that they're using there, we're uh, helping license. Sweet. So, speaking like from the music side of things, since it's like uh, a franchise, it's, it's like you said, it's a sequel, prequel, <laughs> reboot, cool. Uh, <laughs> do, are you guys trying to ever like, create like a through line or hint back to any of the type of music you guys used on Breaking Bad? I know you were there for just the end of it. But. Yeah, it kind of, it's definitely a conversation. So when we first started season one, it was very much, okay, we want to not do Breaking Bad. Yeah. Like the composer was like, I'm not going to write the same kind of score. We were trying to find different types of music. And it took a few episodes to really figure that out. And, and I know the, the composer and Thomas, who's the music supervisor, Thomas Gulbich, owns the company I worked for they were just struggling. It was like, what's the sound? Do we go more kitschy? Do we go more funny? Do we go more serious? And that took a little while to figure out. And it was very much a a thoughtful process of this is a different story in the same universe. It's an entirely different character. But it was also interesting because we know the characters, uh, sort of his being Saul, and then now we're also introducing pre- and post-Breaking Bad character yeah, it versions. Yeah, it starts becoming more and more similar, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and there was a definitive sound with Saul on Breaking Bad where if you go back and watch all the scenes in his office, there's this amazing collection of, like, patriotic music. <laughs> just, like, ridiculous yeah. library music. And it's so fun and lovely and awesome. And 
we very carefully were like, well, we we're not there yet. Like right. he's not listening to this patriotic music. So like, what would the sound be? And so it was going backwards. And then there occasionally there's a hint towards it. It's uh, I forget the episode number off the top of my head, but in the first season of Breaking Bad, there's a like a jazz version of uh, uh, Battle of the Hymn like or version. Oh, sweet. Uh, and awesome. it was just like, and we almost said, oh, is this too soon to do this? But it was too perfect to not mm-hmm. do. It. Nice. And so we occasionally like sprinkle these things in and, and try to do that. But as the seasons have gone on, we actually don't really talk about that as much. It's really, okay, we're in the story right now. Like, what's Jimmy up to? What's Chuck mm-hmm. up to? What's Kim up to? And, yeah. and just telling that story. And, and the writers are really kind of guiding it towards the the Breaking Bad universe. And, and I think just with that, we naturally get into like more high stakes montages where suddenly the songs that we're looking at are somewhat similar and related to the Breaking Bad song. Yeah. And you're having fun working on the tick? Oh, so much fun. Nice. This is a childhood dream come true. <laughs> uh, speaking of franchises. Yeah, it's exactly. Like the, Indeed. I don't know, the fourth iteration of, yep. uh, of yeah, TV or animated like and then Patrick, Patrick Warburton one. Yeah. And, uh, yes. His third yeah. official television mm-hmm. and there's the comic and, and every other version of it mm-hmm. that I love, video games and everything. Yeah. And I mean, it, it's... It's just awesome. Uh, ben Edlund, who created it, has created every version of it. He created this one, and uh, he is the tick. His personality is very much that like <laughs> lovely, like fun, jovial, awesome personality. <laughs> That's awesome. And he's very much into the, the throw out crazy ideas. If he thinks of something funny, let's try it out. And so in season one, there's like a kazoo cover of a Pixies song. And, <laughs> and, you know, there's a scene. That must have been hard to find or have created. They, it was created, yeah. yeah we had a, 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 a school. Uh, Gary's like, I got a kazoo. <laughs> a music school like created this version. And, and oh uh, I can't God. take any of the credit for the creative idea. I kind of came in and they were like, we're doing this. Can you make sure it's all legally done right? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. Dear Pixies publisher, we would like to use a kazoo version of your song. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, but yeah, it, and now we're on season two, and it, it, it's been a blast. And uh, awesome. I just laugh every day reading those scripts and seeing the dailies and everything. Sweet. Well, yeah, if anybody, anybody uh, wants to check those out, uh, the tick is on Amazon. Correct. And uh, Better Call Saul on AMC. Yep, and the first three seasons on Netflix. So oh, sweet, mm-hmm. awesome. Um, but I do have one question: Do any of those projects you work on have graboids in them? Surprisingly, no. Okay, I was hoping maybe they would, so it would make more sense that you're on this podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> I really have no reason for being here. <laughs> uh, why don't we get back into uh, Tremors to Aftershocks? Uh, so the this movie, one. yeah, I said Tremors two. I know. <laughs> The second one. Tremors 2, Aftershocks 2. Also. <laughs> More Aftershocks. Uh, so this movie, uh, it starts off right with a shot of uh, Mexico, right? Yes. We're in Mexico. We see someone dealing with a uh, graboid problem. <laughs> the age old tale of graboid problems. <laughs> I got graboid problems. <laughs> Oh, that's terrible. I do uh, love how very quickly it gets into it. It's just like, yeah. here's a guy just running down the field, <laughs> yeah. and there's a graboid right. chasing him. Yeah, and we know, uh, we've seen the first film at this point, uh, and you know the uh, rules behind graboids, and so you see this guy like shimmying on this pole trying not to touch yeah. the ground. And then uh, it's just great because he comes up against all these like barrels and he's trying to like jump across them. <laughs> My first thought was imagining the writers being like, okay, it's the first scene. 
what haven't they been on top of yet? <laughs> yeah. Like, we've been on a house <laughs> and a shack <laughs> and, like, a, a store. Oil barrels? barrels? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else is in the desert? Oh, I think I saw a barrel out there once. What's something flimsy where, like, it makes sense if you fell off of, but, like, would make sense for the location? <laughs> yeah. You uh, know how oil companies just leave fields of barrels oh, out yeah, there? Totally. Uh, and suffice it to say, this guy dies real fast. Yes, he does. <laughs> And, like, the best death of, like, both of the first two movies. Yeah. I don't know where the <laughs> franchise goes, but like, yeah. that shot of it coming out of the ground and just swallowing him. And then, like, him in the mouth. Yeah, he's still. just like, ah. <laughs> I was, like, on YouTube for this watching some, like, very lo-fi uh-huh. behind-the-scenes footage, and there's an amazing, like... A blip of that scene and the actors standing in like the thing not very cool but like because it's totally out of context we were <laughs> we were talking about uh on the last episode uh when uh walter chang walter chang is in the is getting swallowed like he's on like a bicycle seat yeah basically and then there's like a guy in a puppet just like moving him around yeah it's like we built a recliner inside yeah. of the inside of the graboid so that the person there can be as comfortable as possible as they fake their death yeah <laughs> oh, so I'm sure it's a similar situation there. He's sitting on some sort of banana seat. Totally. <laughs> um, and we uh, we get we get to see who's coming back right after this. Yeah, I I right. We we do we do. It's like what are you? Where, where, it's just like where where do graboids come from? Mexico. <laughs> that Maybe. Is, that is <laughs> the hypothesis that this movie sets forward. Like, we were in perfection and like, where else could we go? go. I don't know. Mexico? <laughs> where yeah. else is there deserts? <laughs> that is a little weird, but. Yeah. So well, yeah, that, that I mean, s- it's just the opposite. It's like, well, there was sand in the first one. So how about like this grassy field? <laughs> <laughs> a super green place? Uh, so yeah, we see who's coming back. Um, we. Wait, th- this does do the thing that I do enjoy that Benji also did, where the first movie happened in the movie universe, and now people are within universe famous. Yes, <laughs> I thought that was great. Yes, of their of their so the Fred uh, Ward. Fred Ward is Fred Ward. back. Uh, Kevin Bacon is out, uh, but they gave him the the out of that he's in love. Like the, the yeah, the him relationship. and uh, Rhonda was her name. Yep, yeah, right. they got her, her married. Rhonda, they got married and worked out and. Uh, and now he has better things to do than die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. So uh, uh, Fred Ward and and Kevin Bacon, uh, Valentine and uh, Earl Earl uh, got like a 15 minutes of fame for hunting graboids. They did Good Morning America. There was a, apparently an Adidas commercial. Of yeah, a Reebok running, commercial. A Reebok yeah. commercial. They got on People and National Geographic, Graphic. as they mentioned in the first movie. <laughs> you see him on the wall. Yes, I looked for it. And yes, I wrote it down. <laughs> My favorite thing that was on the wall is they have uh, they have a newspaper article for Bert, who's also back in this movie, mm-hmm. by the way, uh, and his like pull quote is like, "I live to survive." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was great. Oh, uh, and yeah, so they have all this stuff, and there's a video game, the Graboids video game, which I want to play. I was looked, that, was that a real thing ever? I, I looked I up to so. see if there was a game called Graboid, and I did not find anything. Oh, man, that was my first thought of what arcade do I need to go? Yeah, to? I was like, yeah. is this like right an now. asteroid type? Like, I don't know, some Ooh, sort it could of be. Yeah, that would have been so awesome. Oh yeah, I mean, it was big enough franchise, right? That they were making arcade games. Yeah, probably. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. If uh, you know, if this movie had gotten its full budget. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was supposed to be a seventeen million dollar movie. Uh, they're gonna go down to Australia and do all this stuff, and they ended up uh, 
things soured, and they ended up making it a direct-to-videotape movie release for $4 million. Yeah. I'd be interested to know what happened. But, yes. Yeah. I love the idea of, like, well, Australia looks like Mexico, right? <laughs> oh, we can't go there? I guess Valencia? Yeah. <laughs> California's yeah. close. Yeah. Or do you think it wasn't Mexico originally? Like Maybe they were maybe in Australia. Maybe it wasn't. Yeah. Maybe they were like, in Australia. What's a cheaper spot? Yeah. They're like, what does Southern California already look like? I Valen- don't know. Yeah, Valencia. <laughs> speaking, of the, the, <laughs> speaking of the Mexico thing... There is just a ridiculous music cue in this film where, like, oh we're like Fred Ward. So, okay, so this guy from the oil company comes to recruit Fred Ward because he's like a graboid killer and he's got to come kill all the graboids that right. is around their oil refinery. He, yeah, he works for a Mexican oil refinery. Yeah, and so Fred Ward reluctantly agrees. Yeah. And he's like, we're off to Mexico. And it's playing like, you know, country music, like, and then like, as soon as they like <laughs> the split second, the car passes the sign that says like, now entered Mexico. It's like, I loved immediately when that happened. I laughed and I thought of both of you. And then it comes back. I'm going to skip to end. Like that's the credit song. And I could not have like done a bigger standing ovation to the movie at that point. Like, yes. <laughs> it's so great. That so might have great. to play us out at the end of this yeah, episode. Yeah, I, uh, I think it's going <laughs> to. Yeah. All right. Um, but, you know, I don't want to skip over Senor Ortega's introduction. <laughs> oh, of course not. Because course not. I found this whole, like, exposition of what the movie's about just so ridiculous. <laughs> so uh, uh, what's the uh, what's our, our new uh, Grady, 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 our new partner's name? Yeah. So Grady is the cab driver for Senior Ortega. That's, okay, the, yeah, yeah. The That's whole movie, the... I'm like, the whole movie, I'm like, wait, is this guy just the cab driver? You can yes. tell from his from his driving gloves yeah, <laughs> that he, he's wearing in the scene. He pulls up and he's like, "That's the guy." Yeah. That's the, or that's the other guy because they already went to Kevin Bacon <laughs> yeah. and failed. And so Senior Ortega comes up and he's like, "Hey," uh, I mean, he speaks much better written dialogue. Yeah. Than this. He's like, "Hey, we grab boys are coming. They're eating us." And, and Earl's like, "No, I don't want to do that." And then for some reason, the cab driver is very familiar with, like, the financial aspects of, like, how much he would get paid (laughs) and, like, goes into the apartment at her house to, like, negotiate with them. And he's like, we're going to give you $50,000 a pop. And I'm like... Why do you know yeah. this? <laughs> I was like, there's not, there's not, there's not ever a scene where the guy from the oil refinery is like, Grady, why don't you also join us on this adventure? <laughs> but like, think about that cab ride. Why would Senior Ortega like be like, yeah, so we got these giant fucking worms eating all of my men, and I'm gonna pay these guys fifty grand a pop. How was your day? Like, he, why is he revealing like the numbers of like another country's? Problem? I mean, maybe they got bored. It's a long ride out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> so I will say before this happens, ostrich. When we first see Fred Ward, like as you see him wrangling something, and like they're they're being coy as to what it is, and so part of me thought because I haven't seen Tremors too, I was like, yeah. oh shit, it's a graboid, like they're <laughs> graboid rodeo stars, and like this is robot jocks with graboids. Oh, I that would have been. And amazing. I was, I got very excited, and then it was a fucking ostrich, and I was. Uh, upset. Well, they make a whole thing about his lassoing skills in yeah. the first movie, so <laughs> it was fun to see them like doing that again. I don't know. So his whole, you know, plot we don't see between movies is that he he had his fifteen minutes, but he was very bad with money. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did not cash in. Started an ostrich farm yeah. and is not very <laughs> successful at it. And when I was reading fun facts about this movie, someone <laughs> pointed this out. And I just have to share because it, it was like Earl struggles with ostriches at the beginning of the movie while attempting to get them to mate. His difficulty may lie with the fact that both of them are male. Female ostriches are noticeably shorter and gray. 
And I just love that in the world of the internet and movie franchises that someone's like paying attention to this insignificant plot point that was purely just a throwaway gag so they could get him to not have money at the beginning of the movie. That's and he's amazing. like, those are two it's male hostages. Yeah. <laughs> he just cares about what Earl's up to. He just wants him to be okay. Yeah, yeah. He's a female ostrich out there. Oh, man. So we get to Mexico. Right. So, yeah, it's 50,000. Oh, one important plot point is that there, of all the fun accoutrements that are up on the wall, also, one thing is Earl was the one who had a plan. So you think he'd be better. Like, this whole persona in the first movie is have a plan, like, be patient, be yeah. good with money My type story. of thing. Like, my it first, goes against his character for yeah, the first Yeah, my movie. first thought, like, in the beginning of the film when Fred Ward was back and I was like, I was like, Oh, dang it. He didn't get out of the town. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, the whole movie, they're like, we're going to go yeah. right. do something with our lives. And I was like, oh, this is sad. Because clearly, if you don't get married, you can't leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> never be, yeah that's, that's part of the perfection curse. <laughs> um, and so he has, of, of his missed opportunities, he has a Playboy Playmate yes. up on the wall <laughs> that's like, Mrs. 1979. He was just like, yeah, I keep that up there so I know that like my dreams will never come true. Uh, that was I, Miss October 1974. Uh, uh, He did his homework, as we already established. (laughs) Uh, Which might come back later. I don't know. It might. Why would it? I did not not think it would would either. I did not think it would. Uh, So they get down to Mexico. Yes. And we get introduced to the latest smart female scientist. That's right. Helen Shaver is the actress who plays her. And her name is... uh, her name is um, Kate, Kate Riley. Yeah, and she, uh, yeah, it's funny because they have another geologist, right? And they're all about like setting up seismographs and stuff in yep. this movie too. Uh, I want to put HBO on blast for a second because I was watching this on HBO Go, yep. and they in the the synopsis they describe her. Teaming up with pretty geologist Helen Shaver. <laughs> I was like, why do you got to qualify her looks? Why did you say that, pretty geologist? Not like, like on the HBO description. Not so like just, genius geologist. Yeah, I don't know who wrote that. I guess it might not be HBO. That's well, right. But I had to say that. That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> there's actually a really fun scene that Eliz wanted to point out that she loved. Mm-hmm. When we first get introduced to... Uh, her there's a scene where like she's bending over and looking at something and Fred Ward's like checking out her ass and we see like a shot of her ass like and he's like damn and then he like bends over to look at a map and th- and then we get the exact opposite shot where right. like she's looking at his ass and he's like she's like damn <laughs> and Eliz was saying uh you know she sent a couple thoughts over um that she thought that was like really cool something that you like barely ever see even in oh, films today like, yeah oh, i was like i was applauding I'm yeah like, and that's what made me like so mad at the hbo description I'm like this movie was like trying to like yeah make these, they, were, like, they were being progressive <laughs> yeah well we were talking about how well that relationship was built in the first one and that does carry yeah. over in this one yeah and the and mostly the, well i mean yeah and the female character is not like a, a just there for her looks. No. She's like it's smart. It's not like she's a Playboy model or something. <laughs> <laughs> no. At this point in the movie, she is not. She is a pretty geologist. <laughs> we don't care about skipping around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, one thing that comes up here is that so they're like $50,000 per graboid you kill. And then Senor Ortega is like, but we'll give you 
double if you catch one alive. And then, like, immediately my sci-fi nerd braid's like, Oh, do they want Graboids to dig oil pipelines? Like, are they going to enslave? Like, <laughs> like, like, is this part, is like, do they want it for proprietary technology? Like, are they, is this like the evil oil company that's going to like, like, gonna try to resist <laughs> over the next movies? It's Tremors turns out, three. Like, turns like, out, no. I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Tremors three can be like a geopolitical thriller that's about right. oil in Mexico. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Oh man. Uh, so we get. Uh, Shortly after this, we get, like, a friggin' Graboid killing montage. Yeah, it turns out that they're very easy to kill. (laughs) Why did Mexico, the country who the world knows about this Graboid problem from perfection, very well documented, lots of stories, they've been on Good Morning America, they've probably described how they killed it, which included, like, it running into a wall, it, like, falling off the cliff. The fucking cab driver knows enough about it to build tracks. (laughs) But yet, the military can't shoot their own guns. They have to, like, give the, like, whatever request of Earl. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny, yeah. The, so the Mexican government supplies him with dynamite, guns, all sorts right. of stuff. Remote RC cars. cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I need some remote control cars, preferably uh, one called Thor. <laughs> Could you mix them up in variety? Like, I want some to be like trucks and some to be like little police <laughs> yeah. cars. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like that somebody in this movie just wanted a bunch of really cool RC cars, and I can't blame them because as I was watching this movie, I was just like, damn, I want a really awesome RC car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jokes aside, that was the smartest way yeah, they really could have was. thought to it kill It was great. I, I oh, like that. I like that. And I love that... Um... So I mean, what, I thought what they was... were doing was putting dynamite on RC cars and yeah. driving them around until Graboids bit them and then detonated. I thought it was fun that, like, you know, we get to see Fred Ward's uh, character, Val... Uh, not Val, sorry, Earl, be like, yeah, I fucking know what I'm doing. I'm, yeah. I'm murdering the shit out of all these uh, <laughs> Graboids. And we get, we get a... We clearly, like, I don't know, there must have been test audiences or reviews of the first film where all the audience was like, oh, man, that scene where the guts fly on him, that's fucking hilarious. That's the funniest shit I've ever seen. So, like, that happens. It's, it gets called back to and happens, like, I don't know, 50 times. Yeah, no, there's a, there's a great moment talking about, like, what you're talking about of just seeing it's a montage of Earl being a fucking Graboid killer, being good yeah. at it, and there's some humor to it. And so the first one that they blow up, he has, like, a little, like, parasail, yeah. like, to block from all the guts. A fancy umbrella. <laughs> yeah, he has a fancy <laughs> umbrella, and uh, and Grady does not uh, open his umbrella in time, and he gets slimed, and Earl's like, I told you. <laughs> of all the I told you, so. He's just yeah. like, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That was great. That was great. Uh, and I love just that they just so quickly have this montage of just sheer fun, like, all, like as a joke side, like this was like the most fun part yeah. of this movie because yeah. it's like we're gonna kill graboids in the most fun, creative way possible. <laughs> we're gonna see several remote control cars get <laughs> swallowed and then explode and yeah. guts fly everywhere. Uh, this is the only licensed song in the movie. Of course, I'm gonna talk about yeah. that. <laughs> which went uncredited. Yeah. I was I know. so upset about it. I, I rewound the credits. Like, wait, where was the song? Because usually I look for that to put in the end of the episode. But this is uh, Travis Tritt's Trouble. <laughs> Looked it up, but it's spelled T R O. Like yeah, with dash dash R. <laughs> yeah. uh, but this was such a fun scene. Like I want, I mean, I'm glad the movie did other things, but I would have been so happy if they just had an hour and a half of just this much fun. Yeah. Guts flying, like yeah. fun music. And it was oh, great yeah. when they're like, they're like leaning up against a rock, like eating lunch and they're playing the music. And then all of a sudden it's just like, you just hear this like, and the radio goes down and you turn, it turns out that Grady had left the radio on the ground and Fred Grady. Ward's just like, 
Did you leave the radio on the ground? You, you fucking, <laughs> you, you, you dumbass. That's, you know that that's the one rule. Like, they can hear. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a cab driver. Oh, I what we were doing with this really complicated, sophisticated <laughs> idea of remote control cars. I know. We drove them away from us. And they have, like, a, a seismograph that is, like, a fish finder for graboids. It's Which I thought was kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was going to say, we've glossed over it thus far, but Grady fucking sucks. Grady <laughs> oh, yeah. sucks. He's like, so he's supposed to be the fill-in character for Kevin Bacon, obviously. I thought that it was like, at some point, he was going to be the kid, the punk kid grown up from the town. Yeah, he's like, he's I was very, like, because he sucks that much. Yeah, he's very <laughs> similar, uh, yeah, he's a very similar, um, you know, character. Yeah. Where he's just like, I'm the bro, dude. Which I thought, like, I literally thought when he showed up, like, that's what he was going to say. Like, you remember me from Perfection? Yeah. Like, Look at my bowler. Now, now I'm a shitty cab driver. Look at my bowler shirt. <laughs> yeah. I've got another one. And another one. And another one. <laughs> How old do we think Grady is? Uh, cab driver. Old enough to be the bass 35, player. 35, I'm going to say. <laughs> but, like, has never heard of Rock, Paper, Scissors? Yes! Right. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Earl's, like, throws his fist out, and he's like, well, shoot for it. And he's like, what, what do I do? <laughs> Rock, yeah. beat, scissors. He's like, oh, it does? <laughs> I know. Dang! I was like, where did you go to school, cool. man? Like, everyone knows this You shit. had time to research everything about <laughs> yeah. Val and Earl's Graboid killing, but you never came across yeah, the Yeah, you know, honestly, I believe everything i believe graboids are real i believe other things are real uh th- this part i'm just like this is the least you, you believable say, part yeah, of the movie. you believe that grady can't be that fucking stupid no, yeah you know <laughs> suspension of disbelief was just ruined That's right. at this point the rest of the movie is so like, hard even, to get back even this dumbass knows what a rochambeau is <laughs> but <laughs> yeah but i did love that they brought back fred ward's like let's rock paper scissors for it which right. that was a big part of the last movie yeah. oh yeah which i thought was great they did Lots the of best job that they could at making him the Kevin uh, Bacon of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. He just was... Without not... him being Kevin Bacon, yeah. like, at all. Well, Kevin Bacon, I never thought, was annoying in the other movie. No. No, no not at all. Yeah. This yeah. guy... This guy like... Turns out there's this thing called charm, and this person <laughs> lacks it. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't want to dis... You know, the actor's career sure. pass, but, you know, Kevin Bacon... Oh, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) the greatest movie of all time, according to Star Lord. That's true. That's true. (laughs) Enough said. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, uh, this whole like start of the film, um, you know, we're dealing with graboids. Fred Ward's killing them like crazy, and I like the whole first part of the movie. Every time a graboid showed up, I was a little bit like underwhelmed. Yeah. Um, and I felt kind of like. Oh, like the effects aren't like what happened. The effects didn't yeah. look as great. Like I felt yeah. like they had it figured out in the first movie. And, and you had that awesome opening shot of like a whole prosthetic grab boy. Yeah, but even like... that, it's like you see half of it for right. a second, and then yep. it goes down. Just it was just very like up down. Mm-hmm. And then there are other, other times it's like you see a little bit of them, a tiny thing, and then it's mostly just them getting exploded. But. We find out why <laughs> that, that they looked kind of where'd the money for janky. go? Yeah, tell us more. <laughs> oh, really? Well, it turns out <laughs> that uh, Earl and Grady come across a uh, graboid that is out of the ground and just like wailing, like it's like a beach whale. Yeah, it's like something's wrong with it. They don't know. They're like, this is the one we can capture a lot. Yeah. Well, now, now, Senor Ortega's oil drilling company has a new. We technology. already made like three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, right. We need They've killed more. like fifteen, <laughs> yeah. clocking like fifty k a pop, and they're like, "But we could get double for this live." Yeah. So yeah, the first movie had like four graboids. That's it. This one, like, they've killed 
they kill all but eight, I think is yeah. what they say yeah. later on. But um, yeah, so this one is like wailing and later at night it starts to make this crazy noise and they come back and find that like it's exploded or like it's right. insides have been ripped out or something. Which was like the coolest I thought, practical effect yes. of the whole movie. Like that looked awesome. Exactly. Like it was it looked like it looked like the inside of like pumpkin guts or something. Yeah, yeah. It so was cool. it was gross. <laughs> yeah. It was like a set piece. It was like a like a and it was like, yeah, it was a moment in the like one of the few moments in the movie where movie where you're kind of like, what the fuck is going? And on? and the graboid felt like it was huge and yeah. gross yeah. and slimy. and it got scary all of a sudden. Yeah, like it was nighttime, and you were like, oh fuck, this and, movie has been toying with me. Yeah, because yeah. Fred Ward's like, something came out of it. Yeah, and you're like, wait, what? Like, I need to know what that was, Fred Ward. <laughs> Please find out. Shine a flashlight on it, why don't you? And and. You can make fun of, you know, effects don't translate in whole and it's low budget. I thought this still looked good. Like, yes. you know, this, this many look, years later, that yeah. piece. This looked good. And, like, uh, what has come out of there looked really good except for a few things. But when when the effects are, when the effects, when the effects are practical in this film, they look fucking They look dope. amazing, When they yeah. cover it with, you know, uh, sweet and sour sauce or whatever they were using. Yeah. <laughs> it looks awesome. <laughs> It looks this carcass looks delicious. So we learned so we it, it double served as craft service. That's right. <laughs> so we learned that something has busted out and what has busted out are like these little tiny like they look like uh what are those They're, They look like the mousers from yes, Teenage Mutant Ninja like Turtles. Those, those mouse robots <laughs> from TMNT. Oh that, that's exactly that's what, what they look like. That's exactly what they look like. Hey, which Baxter first? Stockman's mousers. Uh probably I imagine the, Teenage the Mutant turtles, yeah. yeah. Cuz that was yeah. like Yeah, yeah turtles came first. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know what yeah. time is or when things came out. But uh, I thought they looked really awesome. Mm-hmm. And actually, they have this thing on the top of their heads that like kind of flips up that I thought looked really gross. It's a super gross like membrane of like it's there for their heat sense, which yeah. is like their predator vision type thing. But like it's this kind of like radar, like this fleshy radar disc that's come up that's all gory and slimy. It kind of reminded uh, me of like the Dilophosaurus in Jurassic yeah. Park, yeah. just like not like in a ripoff kind of, but just like the way it would like come out. It and just look yeah. awesome. it just grossed me out yeah. when it opened up. I was like. Well, and some of the, <laughs> speaking of Jurassic Park, some of the creature design is from Tippett Studio, which is Phil Tippett was the CG and puppet, oh. the di- the the famed of meme fame dinosaur supervisor yeah. on Jurassic Park. Uh, that you'll see people say you had one job, Phil. Uh, <laughs> she failed, but they they did uh, some of the uh, puppet design and the CG shots in this film, which there is this amazing puppet. Uh, these little. Uh, are they? They're still graboids, right? They're yeah, like, I think like, I, I saw some places call them shriekers. Shriekers, yeah. shriekers. It was it was like scripted but never said. Yeah. 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 So the shriekers have uh, there's like there's one puppet that looks great, but it took like 16 people to operate, and yeah. the puppet couldn't actually walk. So there's uh, a lot of this movie works, and it's impressive of how much it does because the these creatures that end up being like the main antagonist for the rest of the film there's swarms of them and they could never actually get a shot of it walking uh so there are some really early cg shots that don't look great yeah there's some that are okay there's some that are okay yeah but they do an amazing job of patching things together where it seems like these things are mobile yeah because the puppet that you see that's practical does not walk yep I read the same that it was 16 people to do the one puppet, yes. but they couldn't afford to have like 16 puppeteers employed to like 
film all day so they would just pull the crew members like from whatever they were doing yeah. like oh hey God. dp like can you come over and do the puppet <laughs> puppeteering for a work minute? the leg work the and leg like, yeah. like fred ward you're not in the scene can you <laughs> like i don't know who was doing it i just love that idea of like everybody on set like all hands yeah. on deck we gotta get these streakers moving <laughs> but i mean yeah so this like this stuff looks impressive and like as i was watching the movie i was like oh this is where all the money is yeah. going and i'm like i was impressed i don't know i thought it was cool so I have I have some thoughts about this. I also have thoughts, but go ahead. Uh, about the Shriekers and changing the rule. The, these monsters can uh, they, they're deaf. They don't hear, uh, and they they're are also, tracking by heat. They're also blind. They're also right? blind. Yeah. But the the original graboids were blind as well. Right. Um. And the thing we talked about in Tremors one of like how I could see man, it's going to be an amazing series because. It's a classic monster. It's like the werewolf with the silver bullet. It's like Dracula and garlic and like a full moon and, you know, all that fun stuff. Like, we know the rules of Graboids. You have to stay on the... And it's just kind of like, well, those were fun. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, it almost seemed like it's like, you know what's hard? Like, doing a scene where uh, our characters can't talk to each other. So, like, let's make it heat. Like, I don't <laughs> even want to think about how to solve that problem. So, like, let's, let's, let's throw out all the rules that we established of these monsters and then make these weird chickens that are going to chase so, okay. <laughs> It's like the rebranding of, like, your favorite brand. They're like, you like Coke? Well, we changed all the ingredients <laughs> yeah, yeah, and now it's new Coke. Joke, yeah. I hope you like it. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, fair. So. I had like the exact opposite reaction uh-huh. where I was like, okay, what are they going to do in the second movie? We know how graboids work. What are they going to be like more of them? Like, okay, sure. whatever. And when this happened, I, okay, first of all, I was, not, I was expecting it to be like that where it's just like dealing yeah. with graboids again. Here we go. Uh, and when this happened and they were like evolving or mm-hmm. whatever, giving birth, I don't know exactly what happened, but they were like evolving in this new thing with when new... a graboid loves a graboid. <laughs> yeah um <laughs> i was excited because um first of all like i said they looked awesome and uh it it kind of made me excited to watch the rest of the movies because i was like oh man are they gonna evolve in some crazy way each movie and i thought it was like an inventive design this graboid's a data scientist it's like i know yeah it's like it's like i know it looked like the mausers but like yeah I thought it was a cool thing, and they pulled it off really well. My one thing is that that then they became super susceptible to gunfire. Yeah, like yeah. it was just like well, you just got to shoot them once, and then they're dead. Although they had problems with that because yes. Bert brought the wrong guns. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we skipped over. We, we have Bert, yeah, Bert yeah, hasn't even not. arrived yet. I mean, um, we. I mean, we've but, kind of got past yeah. him. Yeah, but, but I, I'm, I'm sort of torn on your opinions too because I also I love the original Graboids. Yeah. I was a little bummed that they never come back in this movie. Like, right. All yeah. we got was the one death at the beginning of the, the the guy running over the barrels. Yeah. That's the only Graboid death that yeah. we get, and it was like, oh shoot, you know. Well, and we, there, there was so much cool iconography in the first one of, like, the guy staying up on the telephone pole. And, like, they had all these great elements of, like, showing you the symptoms of what a graboid infestation is. Of, like, it's, you know, people being scared of, of, of these are the things that you can't do. And I, I thought that it was very, very clear. And I was like, oh, I could watch five movies of this. And yeah, it was just, I like. I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, if, well, they, if they never changed or something, I don't know if that I would think, sustain. Well, that's, that's what it seems like. It's like they got to the writer's room. They're like, well, what? Like, you have dynamite. You can blow them up. So they just showed that. And they're like, let's change it up. Like, I, I do see what you're saying. Yeah, because, yeah. like, they if it, if it literally was the same thing again, they already kind of ran through 
like everything you could do in with... one movie. They yeah. ran the gamut they of all like, possible scenarios. I mean, yeah. They freaking pole vaulted on uh, sure. rocks and everything. You know, it's like yeah. I where... guess I guess when you're starting with pole vaulting, that like <laughs> exactly. You're like, where do you go from there? It's like you're gonna have them trapped on a rock again. Like, oh, what do we do? We got another rock. And I like yeah, I liked that. So in this one, it turns out that the yeah the like we said the streakers are blind and deaf. Yeah. So it leads to this like fun scene where they're kind of like everyone is once again trapped on a roof somewhere and in like a fun juxtaposition from the first film instead of them trying to be as quiet as possible they're yelling at each other like (laughs) oh my god what do we do (laughs) because like also still have all sense of humor they're like shut the fuck up yeah exactly (laughs) what are you doing yeah uh so i thought that was fun it was like uh it totally turned stuff on its head from the first film and i love like when you you meet the shrieker like i said it gets scary all of a sudden and all they're Mm -hmm. like we got to walk across this field over to pedro's truck that inexplicably Mm -hmm. stopped yeah that and was, was a like, great scene. This yeah. got like to be a scary movie all of a yeah. sudden. And it doesn't stay scary, which bummed me out because it's like, oh, I wish it had just gone full like horror. horror yeah. There was a scary death with the dude in the window. That was... Uh... Oh, yeah. Uh, the dude in the window is my name? favorite scene because it's so... Like, what was his name? Was he in the window? It's so what hilarious. Was it's his name so Pedro hilarious to me. Pedro was in the truck. He had his arms... Oh, Julio? Oh, Julio. Uh, Julio. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So he's standing outside. It's one of those things where he's standing outside talking to the geologist. And and he gets grabbed by Just one of these fingers. Oh hey, yeah. what are you doing inside? I'm outside. It's, it's like a jump scare with that he's there. <laughs> half his torso is inside and half his torso is outside. And the coverage of this scene is about as you expect. A close up on a puppet, this guy flailing. <laughs> but his face looks horrified. Yeah. He's like <laughs> He sells it. Yeah. He sells it. But it's basically him just shaking where there's nothing out the other side. Like you never see it. Like the two shots are never married. And so it is hilarious. Dude is giving it his all. I he wanna, is. Which, I want to call him out. Uh, Marco Hernandez. <laughs> Great job. Great job. Uh, which, by the way, is the last death of the movie. Yeah. There's only three on-camera deaths, I That's think. That's true. Or, yeah. There weren't a ton of deaths in no, the first it, one either. And they're only Mexican characters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which felt kind of weird. I was like, wow. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, Come on. They could have killed Grady, you guys. They, they could have. They should have killed have Grady. Grady. I don't know if he comes have. back, but I hope not. not. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. But. So, yeah, they've called They called Bert in. It was when they were just blowing them up easily, though, right? Uh, I forget why no, they so, called him so in. So they're, they're blowing them up easily, and then the radio gets pulled under the ground. Oh, right. And then, uh, I don't know if it's the exact same scene, but the, the chain that, that Grady had built yeah. also uh-huh. gets pulled under. And then their truck gets pulled along, and the, suddenly they realize... They've outsmarted us by pulling yeah. the truck along. Which, by the way, they could have just unhooked it from the back. But right. beside Fine. the point. <laughs> yeah, there's another fun callback in that scene where, like, it's pulling them straight to a cliff. And you're like, oh, shit, it's going to go off the cliff. Uh, but it stops. This graboid mm-hmm. stops and then goes along the cliff. It got, they get smarter. And I they do learn love from the, the ones learn. in Nevada. Yeah. Yep. And, and so and there's then, a graboid hive mind. It's confirmed. <laughs> Maybe. And then then they're sitting there, and the 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 handy dandy seismologist seismologist yeah. machine <laughs> I don't know, yeah. uh, shows like I don't know whatever a ton of them coming at them. And they're like, 
we need somebody else for this mission. Yeah. And then they're like, hey, Bert, what are you up to? Let's call him the sad guy. <laughs> and then I just, I love, I don't know if it was the exact scene or later when he's telling him that why Reba McIntyre doesn't come back. But he's basically, <laughs> no, it's the same scene. It's like a sense. And he's like, well, she didn't think I was, I, I was, uh, I, my life could go on after the USSR collapse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's all he wanted was like the fear of the threat. Yeah, and like, couldn't live now he's face. sulking in the basement with like a giant graboid. No, I loved, I, I what they did with that, like, sequel-wise, I yeah. love what they did with this character, because, like, that was more justification of Reba McIntyre not being in this movie, oh, yeah. which she's not. Yeah. But, like, it's so awesome him just being like like he's just like pathetic and slouched over with chips on his like, shirt. <laughs> yeah. like, like and then as soon as he hears the word graboid he's like oh shit, shit. like I'm something in. to kill yeah he might as well have a shotgun thrown at him he's like yeah, yeah. yeah. i'm good <laughs> let's go oh. yeah he's a great character uh michael gross giving it his all that's here. right oh amazing he and then of course gets more ammo more guns more explosives a truck too much explosives, they ask? <laughs> we'll find out later in the movie. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, we get a, a dark man size explosion in this movie. Oh, yeah. The very end. Yeah. So the, the, the whole thing, we may as well get to the end here. The whole yeah. thing leads up to um, Bert uh, kind of like chasing all, or like getting chased by all the Shriekers. He leads them into this building Runs back out and then closes the door on them. Well, right. don't forget the the amazing off camera action sequence where he destroys like hundreds of them. Yeah, guts everywhere. <laughs> oh, and he's that like, was amazing. I ran out of ammo. Oh. I yeah. never thought yeah. this could yeah. happen. He's like those fuckers ambushed me out in the desert. <laughs> That was a great yeah. scene because it's like yeah. full of guts and everything. Like, like, I it... want to see that scene, but I know it was too expensive. That's yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Um, we should say that uh, we learn another thing about the Shriekers is that. The way they uh, reproduce is uh, just by eating food. Which, and yeah, which the, the pretty geologist says that... Uh, there's an amazing <laughs> that, that she, line she, read. Like, they're hermaphrodites. And I'm like, yeah, and I everyone... think you mean asexual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah. She says that and everyone sits there like, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, also important that these beings are pre-Cambrian. That's oh, yeah. right. We get a real, uh, yeah. you know, for as much talk as how they didn't want to say where they came from, we get mm-hmm. an answer to that in this movie. Yep, that they are uh, ancient life forms that have been on Earth the whole time. Yeah, so they're important. Yes. I like how they sprinkled in, like, the scientific explanation. Like, just the vocabulary. They didn't, like, try to cheat the audience like they were dumb or anything. Right. Yeah. It was just, like, Precambrian. Yeah, so okay. someone could be like, ooh, what's that mean? And, oh, <laughs> it means really old. <laughs> yeah. But I got so frustrated because earlier... Uh, uh, Earl's trying to remember the word metamorphosis. And he's like, what's the word uh, when they change? And I'm like, figure it out, please. Just no. Don't, no, don't leave us hanging. No, the scene's over. No. I do, I do like that Earl's like, God damn it, I thought it was space aliens. Yeah, that was right. <laughs> Said That's the like, entire audience. I was yeah. going to say, yeah, he's speaking for us here, us, us there. Yeah. So basically, yeah, so when these, these animals, the Shriekers, eat, uh, they can then reproduce. Yeah, that we get a cool like uh species-esque uh yeah. scene where like the gra- uh, the shrieker like spits something gross out, barfing up an egg sack. Yeah. <laughs> and then it turns out to be a baby shrieker. Yeah. yeah. 
So I don't know if you guys said this in, in the first uh, Tremors, but I, I love, you know, just the whole idea that the Graboids, you know, go by sound and, mm-hmm. and the obvious reminder of A Quiet Place being a more recent mm-hmm. movie did that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, how cool. This is like an early, like, maybe A Quiet Place got some influence. So just like, oh, it's fun that this idea has been done before. And when they had that scene, I was like, man, I really hope in A Quiet Place too, they just like eat food and then vomit out like more <laughs> monsters. And Emily Blunt is like the new Burke, like just yeah, shooting yeah. everybody up. And it's just this amazing action and I want them to be like they're pre-Cambrian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just hoping like it, it just flew up full tremors. If too. that happens in a quiet place too, I'm gonna yell at the top yeah. of my lungs. Yeah. In the quiet this is fucking. That, then you become Garrett. Then you become Garrett's friends who's super into tremors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. fucking tremors. Won't shut happens. up about it. Yeah, it's the circle of life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they get uh, they get lured into this building, which mm-hmm. it turns out is full of dulces. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and about a, like a 35 minute scene of them trying to define it. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, they're like, dulces. What is this, dulces, what dulces. Is this Spanish word that felt, everyone on the West Coast knows? <laughs> it felt like it went on for so long. Like, yeah. they might as well, like, phoned a friend, like, yeah. do you know what dulces <laughs> means? Like, no, let me see if I can Google real quick. That's against the rules. Yeah. Like, now you have to be in the audience for the phone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so unfortunately, uh, you know, Shriekers love Dulces too. Yeah. So, <laughs> but we didn't even talk about the. the, the if there's many, one thing we're gonna have clear is that Shriekers, Shriekers love Dulces. <laughs> we didn't even talk about the uh, meals ready to eat that oh, like bought, oh, like a yeah. hundred pounds <laughs> of MREs. Yeah, which. Just I don't know why it made me laugh so much. Him but, reading the ingredients. Well, just, just the whole scene where, like, for no reason, like, Earl's eating, like, some chips, and he's like, oh, you need to cut back on your complex, like, carbohydrates. And I was like, cool. Yeah. Right. Cool, 1996. <laughs> like, like, true. Like, more, like, progressive. No, that's not the right word. Like, yeah. Just, like, yeah. trying to have a message. And then I wrote it down because it's amazing. He's like, yeah, they're filled with entrees, cracker packs, cheese spreads, mixed fruit, beverage powder, spoon, coffee, cream substitute, candy, salt, matches, toilet tissue. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and it's followed up with, like, this weird voiceover scene where... The most 80-yard line yeah. yeah. Where Earl's, like, eating one and he's like, ugh, this tastes like toilet paper. He's <laughs> like, that is the toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how does Earl know what toilet paper tastes like? I mean, just, but like, if it's a meal ready to eat, why are they including toilet paper? paper. Like, I don't know. They're I just... don't think that's how MREs work. <laughs> it's a meal ready to shit. Yeah, it's, it's, like, they're covering all the parts I mean, of the yeah, meal. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Use every part of the buffalo. But so, yeah, all the, this hundred pounds of MREs are in this warehouse where yeah. now all the shriekers are trapped. And yeah. it's like a fucking rabbit orgy of just like pop, 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 pop. Yeah. Like, Oh, there's like shriekers, three, five shriekers, of them now. Yeah. Like, oh, my no, God. The, this fucking geologist. Like, oh, my God. Like, they're, they're asexual or they're hermaphrodites. It's exponential. Two, four, eight. <laughs> and she just, like, she keeps going. And she gets like, stuck in a loop. Yeah. Mathematical. Yeah. <laughs> <She, laughs> yeah. And she says, like, all the numbers. It's like, yeah, we get it. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, yeah. Uh, so well, yeah, yeah. So so they they they're all trapped in this warehouse. Oh, we, before they get trapped in the warehouse, yeah. we have this amazing. We get back on the roof again. Yeah, which was great. And, yep, and yep. Bert's stuck in the 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 bulldozer, the bulldozer yeah. thing. And, and I love that. It was another callback. The first, like, good. They're on a roof. This is like it right. feels like the thing. And then uh, I don't know if you guys want to talk about the, the oh no we should dialogue oh no oh we should forth between yeah. <laughs> 
but go for it. I just, I mean, I think I forgot to, and even though they fully explain it, I'm like, wait, are they, they don't have to be quiet? And then they're yeah. like, hey, Bert! I was like, oh, wait, <laughs> yeah. I can't, oh, right, they can talk. That's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was great, because in the first movie, they were like, trying to be quiet the whole time. Yeah. This one, they're just yelling at like, each other. It felt, yeah, it just felt wrong. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. I loved him with the knife, using it as a mirror. That was a yeah, cool, yeah. It was like a cool set piece of, yeah. and, like, got creative. Until the CGI pyramid of, yeah. like, <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Oh, oh, man, yeah. That was weird. That was weird. Is it before the pyramid happens that we learn that uh, our geologist was, in fact, Miss October? No, that's at the end, I uh, think. That's the oh, very end. But okay. we need to just address that yeah. while it's <laughs> Because, like we said earlier, at no point in the opening of this movie, I was like, I really hope that Playboy comment comes back in a really significant <laughs> plot. I had forgotten about it. Yeah. She says something like, oh, yeah, I was a playmate once and my dad hated it. And I was like, what? And then he, are we like, doing this? Wait, this October 1974? <laughs> Holy shit. And yeah. she does the fucking pose, and it's terrible. Yeah, and, then, and then it's like, we're in love. Like, yeah. 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 Um, that was a ridiculous callback, but <laughs> I loved it. Uh, a fun fact about that that I've been trying to find in my note. Basically, someone... Oh, here we go. So, along with the ostrich thing, the things the fans have researched <laughs> endlessly entertaining for me to be researching. Someone's like... Well, the actual centerfold in the film is Miss September of 1970. Oh, my God. But uh, Jesus. That was, uh, the Helen Shaver, uh, is, I think she's blonde in the film, and they needed to make sure that the, the hair match. Just the, the scrutiny of detail that fans have put it to, <laughs> I just applaud. And just because it's such a ridiculous we, plot. that We salute you, yes, Playboy we, nerds. Yes. 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 <laughs> you know somebody who has watched this was like, Wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> let me go to the attic. Pulled out a drawer. <laughs> uh, let me think. Miss September. There it is. <laughs> Hello, movie. <laughs> I've got some things to say. <laughs> Continuity errors. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> so Fred Ward basically has to put on a cold suit. Yes. <laughs> he puts on a bunch of rags and they, they spray him with a... Uh, uh, CO2, fire, yeah, yeah, CO2 fire from a fire extinguisher. We get we get some progress. We get some progression in the. Uh, I'm learning rock paper scissors. Yeah, <laughs> where he just lies to him. And he's like, "Oh, rock rips through paper," yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, okay." And then like two seconds later, he's like, "Wait a minute, doesn't paper cover rock?" And then everyone or he in the says world paper wrap. Like- no, he says wraps. Yeah, he, he says paper wraps rock, oh, and yeah. I was like, like "What?" <laughs> And then no, he still doesn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone who's ever existed in the history of the universe is like, of course you fucking <laughs> He had to spend all that time learning the streets of Nevada. <laughs> As a cabbie. Um, I did love, and it's not like, Grady. it's not an advanced scientific thing, but I just love like the thoughtfulness of like, okay, now that we've introduced this like, the infrared heat thing like what's a creative way we could have him go into the room like yeah. a very like walking dead covering yeah. yourself in the guts type moment totally. it was like let's spray him with a fire extinguisher and it was like good amen it was like smart. writers yeah. like you fucking like you took some <laughs> ridiculous ideas and you, like really made you, it work you did, you did it better than earlier when he just put out a shirt that was warm yeah. <laughs> that, that made them chase after it Grady held it under the faucet <laughs> you're 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 a genius <laughs> But yes, I agree. Like that set piece worked well, but of course it starts uh, uh, degrading, and then so uh, Earl basically just sets a fuse onto the truck, uh, Bird's truck that had some high explosives. 
too it. much high explosives? <laughs> no, We're about to find out. <laughs> no, no. I don't think it was the right amount. Uh, there is a great scene where they run and get behind a thing, and Birch is like, no, you got to keep running. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> far, no, yeah, it's yeah. going to be huge. It's going to be huge. Brady, like, flying through the air with the explosion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, no. So they do an explosion that, like, they blow up their set, and it is a big, like, everything's just immediately timbers. Like, it is a big, mean explosion. But then Grady, because he's still a fucking idiot, like, <laughs> they run to a ditch, and he's standing by, like, some shack. So, like, I'll the way... that it's aluminum shack? Yeah, yeah like... the way that they shot it is, like, you see this giant explosion, and then they cut to this shack kind of being blown over so they can have <laughs> Grady like, oh. jump out of the way. So it kind of looks like that they're being shot at the same thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Fuck Grady. <laughs> And then we uh, we we get to, like a, a a shot that pans out to see that there's like a giant fucking crater. Yeah, like an atomic. Yeah, bomb yeah. <laughs> I was like the explosion was big, but it wasn't that big. There's no way that's what happened from there. About a hundred interns were digging that hole for like a while, and they're they're like, "Well, you think they're gonna pass that money now? We yeah. kind of blew up their entire refinery." <laughs> Which I did some quick math. Like they got to like 1.5 million. Oh my god! Oh, that- shit. For some reason, the like Mexican government is like, yeah, cool. They're like, you got rid of the shriek. Worth it. Uh, <laughs> we we skipped over uh, Bert's ridiculous like gun that like went through the shrieker, yes. through the wall, oh, yeah. through the barrels, and through their car. He's got that, that elephant be... gun from the first uh, yeah. Yeah. first movie. Oh, I love it. Which guns put off heat, right? Went that went the shriekers go towards yes. towards yes. the gun there. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> they might. <laughs> We're at the end of the movie. Yeah, no yeah. no a, time for twists. In a hyper-realistic film. <laughs> I lo- uh, yeah. I love this whole movie. I kept having questions like, like that I was like, what can I talk about on the podcast? Like, you yeah. know, like what are fun observations? And they kept answering them. Yeah. And I was like, this is amazing. Easy. So like one of them, when the very beginning and it eats the, the guy at the very beginning, I was like, I wonder, like, do they eat because, like, are they eating them because they're hungry? Are they eating them because they're just trying to destroy everything? Mm -hmm. And then for some reason, they answer the fact, like, oh, eating means reproducing in this universe. (laughs) I was like, that's incredible. How did you know that I wondered this totally insignificant thing that I just thought would be an interesting conversation? Tremors 2 is in your mind, Garrett. And then just every step of the way, I was like, all the, the... RC cars can only last so long. What are they going to do next? What? They're inside the ground right now. We have shriekers. Holy crap. Yeah. See, oh, yeah. I thought I liked that kind of thing. And, mm-hmm. and uh, it makes me excited to see what crazy shit is going to happen in the next one. Because I, I assume they're going to progress the species somehow. I agree with that. To even crazier shit. I have no idea. I can only hope my imagination yeah. has run wild. That's yeah. Uh, it's going to be on a desert island. And oh shit, the Graboids can swim. Ooh, that would be sweet. <laughs> they're going to become like health insurance representatives and they're going to deny you because of your pre-existing conditions. conditions. <laughs> it's going to take a real twist. It's going to be a real... <laughs> oh, God. So wait, uh, Garrett, I'll let you go first. How many uh, dulces out of 10 would you give this film? Oh, my God. So it, it's interesting because like, when I, I finished the movie and I was like, uh, it wasn't as good as the first one. Like first reaction, like like I'm mm-hmm. like honestly like six we'll say is like seven. But like the more I was reading all of the like fan comments and the enthusiasm and like oh and, and I wanted the the, the directors of SS Wilson is his name. Yeah. I have the huge shout out because I was on their website. They have this like uh, 
questions form where you can go and like ask questions mm-hmm. and he's still responding i kid oh, you not dang. the most recent response was may 7th 2018 <laughs> what i was like holy fucking shit this guy is still on it fans today? are still asking questions yes today that's amazing so I was, like the more i was reading about it and i was like i'm like at a full 10 right now because <laughs> i've never been so like and i've never that's enjoyed this awesome. experience so much like i i don't know the movie is just like a standalone thing and i think that's why these movies movies are so beloved because you just like they're like fun they're b movies Mm -hmm. like some things are great you can pick apart them all and there's and they're self-aware like they know exactly what they're They're, doing they're fucking going for it every single time i mean as far as we've seen i I mean this is exactly what these types of movies do it's like these conversations it's the friends who obsess over it and just point out the Mm -hmm. stupid stuff Mm -hmm. not because we think it's bad and they argue love it yeah yeah you argue like no they shouldn't have had like the streakers no the streakers were cool because it made something different they should they should have done my dumb idea instead of their dumb idea the streakers were only like three feet tall they couldn't have gotten into they couldn't have kicked them it's like it's that horse-sized duck question all over again (laughs) yeah Um, so yeah, I'm at like I'm at like a full ten on it. Oh yeah, snap! Like, I mean, I don't know if I'm. I mean, we're on tool stage, so I can't. Say yeah, that yeah. About, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna say tool-says. like like in, Inception is at a ten. <laughs> it's like beyond ten tool stage, but that's awesome, um, man. I did. Can I quickly? I don't mean to hug. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. I, I was on Rotten Tomatoes and I found a few quotes that were just oh, yes. absolutely, absolutely. Most of the reviews like pretty thoughtful. Like, oh, it wasn't good. Or like, I like this. It was like everything we've been saying. Sure. There's just a few quotes that I just was like, why did you write this on the internet? <laughs> so the first. First one, yes. Helen Shaver is in it, and she's pretty hot for her age, says Tyler R. <laughs> what? Like, when was that written? <laughs> oh, I don't have dates in front of me. But, like, I'm like, for her age? She's, like, dinner prime. Like, she's, like, gorgeous. That's a bad look for Tyler's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was you at first. I was like, is he just trolling me? Like, somehow he knows I'm going to read this? Um... Uh, another person, a movie like this goes with me wherever I am, at McDonald's, surfing eBay, <laughs> living near SeaWorld, etc. Says Alex J. Living <laughs> is that real? This enjoy, is all on Rotten Tomatoes. Enjoy <laughs> San Diego and Orlando. <laughs> living yes, near sea, SeaWorld, etc. <laughs> oh, and like and these are taken out of context, the whole review, but I looked, I'm like, there's no explanation of why they said it was with them at SeaWorld. It was just like, next thought. Yeah. Um, oh my God. A bigger budget would have also been cool. <laughs> Thanks, Miles K. <laughs> no fucking shit. So, so every movie review ever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this this is the, probably the best one. One of the best movie sequels in cinema history. To me, Tremors 2 Aftershocks is right up there with The Godfather Part 2. <laughs> Matthew F. I salute you, sir. Your choice of movies is just prime. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. I mean, it has pretty good reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, it does. right? Yeah. It's at a 63 or something, it's, right? Yeah, it was like... And like the, the audience score is pretty Yeah, high. it was like, I, and I'm, I, for all this I wrote down, I did take the fact that people care about it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think it was like 50% audience and That's like 60 on the critics. There's only eight critics, but they were as recent as 2013. So oh, wow. like, at least a few years ago, some critic was like, That's, you know what hasn't been reviewed enough? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, Tyler, what about you? How many dulces? Uh... So I was I, I went nine on the last one and uh, I was disappointed by this. But over the course of this conversation, they're kind of like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go seven. Seven dual says. Yeah. Uh, I gave the first one seven, and I'm gonna stay at seven because yeah. seven's probably a better number. I should say. Like, <laughs> ten is a bit much. Okay, I'm just having a good. No, but, you're, I was but like, yeah, you're, you you're got excited the wave. about it, man. Yeah. I don't care. That's great. Uh, I I thought like you know this does. I know you had some Tyler. You had some uh, disagreements about what they did with the graboids. I think I just really loved the lore of it, and I loved like the not talking, and I thought they did such a good job of defining the rules in the first yeah. one. But you're right. It's like what they they kind of did everything. Yeah, exactly. And for me now now I'm in the like tremors hook of like what the fuck are they going to do next? Right. And I, uh, that idea that they could just evolve in any crazy way. You're going to run for Congress. Yeah. <laughs> is exciting <laughs> to me. And, uh, I thought that this movie does a good job of kind of like setting up, um, that kind of, uh, imagine imaginative idea the where it's like, sure. any, anything can happen now. Mm-hmm. They had these crazy puppy dogs pop out of them that kill people. Chicken McNugget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, so who knows? Chicken McNugget monsters. <laughs> who knows if those will be back or not, but I had a good time with this, giving it, uh, giving it a seven. Uh, I should just say before we uh, get our thoughts on the next film, um, that Eliz uh, said that she thought uh, she'd give it five dulces out of ten. Mm. Okay. So yeah, she. Uh, I don't remember what she gave the last. She time. ever listened to this episode and come back and be like, you know what? You know, I've been won over by. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's I think going to bring us to the end of mm-hmm. Tremors Two Aftershocks. One uh, fun fact, last thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, because most of these are direct to DVD or direct to video yes. cassette and laserdisc at the time was the big thing. But I, I, I found out in researching this was the first Universal uh, DVD released oh, oh my snap. god that's at least amazing. that's what it said i mean i i, I, I did further research is but, that verifiable but on the the website <laughs> it says seems right, two aftershocks was universal's first movie released in the dvd format dang yeah i don't think we ever said that. this one was in 1996 yeah, yeah. That, that's about right time which is yeah. just kind of insane yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's crazy yeah six years after the first one yeah wow You're the first right. the first dvd that i owned was the matrix oh, i don't know if i could remember what the first dvd i had was I honestly think I bought Airplane again. Was like, you know, what? I need this in better resolution <laughs> yes. with like commentary. Yeah, and all I, de- I definitely features. have Airplane on VHS and on um, Blu-ray. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, cool. Yeah, that's gonna bring us to the end of uh, Tremors Two. Uh, tune in next week when we talk about Tremors Three: Back to Perfection. Have any of you guys seen this movie? No, but my, I'm assuming. But my no. desert island theory is out the window. That's right. <laughs> I think maybe when it came out, like I said, I, lo- I like not even exaggerating. Like one of my closest friends when I was a kid loved these. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, <laughs> but I don't remember which was three or four, or two or really. So I'm yeah. gonna say no for the context of this. I mean, obviously we're we're not gonna be in Mexico anymore. No, <laughs> going back to perfection, and uh, I have no idea what's gonna happen. They're gonna be grabbed. Are, are the shriekers gonna come back? We'll, we'll is, is it just gonna start I hope back over with flies? I just really want something oh, to fly. I think something will fly. A f- I want the giant flyboid. I don't know. Flyboid. I was like, "What do you call it? A flyboid." Flyboid. I think someone's gonna ride a graboid. Oh my god! I think that happen. would be amazing. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I hope we get a cowboy scene with a graboid. Yes, I would love it. I they teased it with the emu in the beginning of this movie. Oh, yeah. Do <laughs> we think? Ostrich, yeah. yeah. Do you think any of the characters will be back or anything? I do you know. Still, I still want to see my graboid radio rodeo movie that I got excited about, and also <laughs> the uh, political thriller of the Mexican oil company using graboids to dig their pipelines. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I would love that. Those uh, both sound great. 
I do unfortunately remember who does come back, so I don't know okay. if you want me to say. Don't say. That's one yes. thing I do remember from the rest of the franchise, so right. I'll, I'll right. hold off. Sweet, sweet. Uh, but I do remember it back Yeah. Then. Well, cool, man. Uh, Garrett, thanks for being here today. Dude, I'm going to be crying in the shower next week when you're taping this. It's like, <laughs> I wish I could be talk talking about, about Back to are, like, are you going to keep watching through? I think I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm, I'm lawfully bound well, to maybe we'll have you. Well, maybe we'll have you back on for, the, for, for the recap. Uh, yeah, for one of the last. For la- like 15 or 18. Or yeah, for yeah, one yeah. of the last ones or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun. It's been fun having I'm, you on here. I'm going to have a book of notes at that point. Like, you guys, <laughs> I haven't left the house in weeks. <laughs> I've just been watching Tremors. <laughs> I moved underground yeah, to become closer to him. <laughs> I've only moved around by sound. I'm communing with the graboids. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. I reach out I'm to you like... drift with the graboids and become part of the graboids. <laughs> uh, Garrett, uh, people are saying they haven't heard from you in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I've moved I've perfe- underground. I've moved for perfection. I'm speaking to you via ham radio. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Please but I'm in Mexico, that. so it's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, if people want to keep in touch with you, uh, shoot you funny whatevers, how can they uh, I'm on follow you? the Twitter, at Garrett For Real. Uh, it's Garrett with two R's and two T's, and the, the word for, Garrett cool. For Real. And uh, Eliz, where can people uh, keep in touch with us? E- Eliz? Oh, oh. Eliz? I, I think I'm going to have to no, she's fuck not, this up, Eliz, she's not here. Eliz but I will, here. Do, I will do my damnedest. Uh, at Sequel Rights at Twitter, uh, on the Instagrams, and Facebook, SequelRights at gmail.com for uh, what you think the Graboids are going to do next. Yeah. And rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, we love to hear your love. Only love. It sustains us. Only love for sequel rights. <laughs> Please love them. Well, yes. that's, that's, that actually so help. can come back. That's, that's, exactly. that's what helps us reproduce. Totally. <laughs> wait. Comments, comments turn into more episodes. Wait, grab, wait, wait. Grab you guys fashions. don't just do it by like having your tongue slide around so you find <laughs> yeah. something to eat and then vomit out your kid? <laughs> Is that's... that just me? Because I identified with the movie at that <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, you're like, ooh, I like the taste of this. <laughs> I, think, I think they taught us something else in uh, middle school. <laughs> Okay, okay. All right, I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it. This has been Tremors 2 Aftershocks. Uh, Thank you guys all for listening. Tune in next week. Tremors 3, back to perfection. We're going back. (laughs) 